Hey guys, welcome into the show before the show. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing the show this morning as we get things rocking and rolling. Welcome to canceltheshow.com, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, the show before the show. We'll get things going just a little bit. Mondays are always packed, as you know. Looking forward to get things rocking and rolling here. Like, subscribe, share the show. Let everybody know what we've got going on here. We appreciate it. Happy President's Day.
wonder if people are, or do people still get off on President's Day? I know it's a national holiday. Hope everybody's doing well. We'll get into this in just a second. Just finishing up a few things here. Brad Young coming up at 830 as well. I know people love to hear and see Big Bad Brad with his Big Bad Mike. Um, yeah, so Lizzie is with her daughter doing volleyball today, so she won't be in. If you guys want to like, subscribe, share the groups, do the show, that will help as well. No, no, Lizzie's not here, Sherry. <laughs> She's with her daughter, uh, volleyball action today. But we are packed as we always are. As we always are. Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing the show. Let me make sure I got all this information here. We'll get going in just a second. I guess the dumbest, funniest thing I heard over the weekend was Joe Biden saying, the border's not secure because of Donald Trump. <laughs> Okay. And like always, Donald Trump may be the one getting the last laugh on everybody that has gone after him. We'll get into that from a financial standpoint. All right, guys, welcome into a show on a Monday. We appreciate everybody's here. Um, time to get things moving and shaking. 
Hope everybody's weekend was good. February 19th, President's Day. We'll get things shaken in just a second. Cancelthishow.com. You guys can check it out. Let everybody know. Like, subscribe, share the show. Love when you jump in as always. The Dems love to blame everyone. Yeah, Kimberly, I hear that. I appreciate it. Do you really think anyone actually believes that? Uh, I know, Joe. Russia got big all of a sudden right after Tucker's interview. Yeah, it looks like that. Um... Once again, everybody, thanks for jumping in, getting ready to get rock things here. President's Day, glad to see. Um, let us know if you have issues. Uh, well, somebody just says the comment section not showing up on somebody's Facebook feed. That's interesting. We hadn't heard that before. And that's somebody who never has any issues. Oh, it's working now. Thank you for sharing the video. I see some of you guys doing that, letting people know what we've got going on. We'll get started in here in just a second. Pro Joe alongside today. <clears throat> Lizzie is with her daughter for volleyball inside the dome. Okay, we'll go ahead and get things started then. Uh, if you want to rock and roll with that, Joe. Hey, everybody, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. It is a Monday, February 19th, CancelThisShow.com. Time to get things rock and rolling, as we always do. Hope everybody had a great, great weekend. Uh, we're here Monday through Friday, of course, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, 10-ish, and all the time on our website, CancelThisShow.com. We're ready to get things going this morning. Lizzie Sparks is with her daughter. It's President's Day. A lot of people have today off. Didn't know exactly how many people will actually be joining us live today because of that reason. Anyway, if you want to like, subscribe, share the show, let people know. Maybe there's people up. Maybe you're working. Maybe you're not. I'd love to know if people have to work today. So if you want to jump in on the live cast, let me know. You can say working, not working, whatever. I um, <laughs> would love to hear because I have friends who are working and I have friends who are not working when it comes to this day. Let us know, of course, if there's stories that we need to be talking about, interviews that we need to be doing as well, because we're grateful for all the information that you guys give us. Educate us, we educate you, entertain us, we entertain you as well. We say good morning to you, Stephanie, Karen, Ben, Greg, Trisha, Paul, just running down the list of people. Uh, Chris, Bendy, you name it, Kimberly, Tanya, appreciate everybody jumping in this morning. Um, it is Monday, <clears throat> it is February 19th, and we've got a lot of Trump to talk about today. Very, very good news with Trump. Um, 
there's some positive things coming out of what happened to him with his with his hearing and what happened to him in New York with the fake trial. Um, all of that. We're going to get into that. We're also going to talk about the implications of these court trials. Uh, what's going to happen moving forward. One of our favorite guests, Brad Young from Harris Dow Fisher and Young, will join us live at around 8.30 to break down everything that's happening with Trump from a court standpoint. And of course, what's ahead, we've got to talk about his brand new gold high top shoes, which are absolutely freaking amazing. $399 sold out just like that. And that's just pissing off liberal Democrats. I had people messaging me, those shoes are ugly. And that's when you know that you're under their skin. Donald Trump, when, 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 when the cash register keeps winning, he keeps winning despite what the left tries to do to him and some things that are unprecedented when it comes to a legal standpoint. We're also going to talk about an interesting story that's that's happening in the St. Louis area. Starting to get some national attention too because people are irate. A boy wrestler, and I'm still trying to verify the age here, a boy wrestler from Afton who identifies as a girl is going to be allowed to wrestle at states against girls. Um, this is going to be a, a, a big story. We're going to talk, I think, live with mom tomorrow. Today didn't work. I was sent this on Friday. said, Vic, your show would be a perfect platform for this because you know local news will not go out and do the justice that it needs to be done. Um, we do do national stories. And of course, we're based out of the St. Louis area, but this is a St. Louis story that's going to go national. And we've got a mom whose daughter is going to have to wrestle this boy at States. So if anybody ever wants to talk about bleeding heart liberals and pulling on the heartstrings of, oh, let them wrestle and do this and do that, we're going to break all of that down. Yeah, for our viewers right now, we're showing you this thick, strong, biological boy who calls himself a girl and is to this point been allowed to wrestle against girls. And of course is advancing to state and feeling really good about itself. So we're going to get into all that. We'll talk about those situations coming up. Also, we kind of knew that the who the world health organization would jump into some certain issues when it comes to COVID again and cupcakes, they've issued another warning. Yet another warning about what could come. And I know we're all just sitting here. We're the conspiracy theorists. What's going to happen before the election of 2024? Another dire warning for us. You've got Democrats blaming Democrats about illegals. and being They're shipping them to each other's cities. I'm sorry. The, the liberals, man, they, they'll, they'll, as bad as the Republicans are, the liberals, when they finally get it, they, they, they break rank. They get really nasty. Um, they're all pissed off because they're sending each other's illegals to each other's cities now. It's like, well, we're going to send ours there. And then they don't know that they're being sent to them in just a circle of illegals going around in circles. And it's exactly what they get after publicly they say one thing. But then, of course, behind the scenes, they say another. Um, you've got truckers trying to stand up for Trump. They're refusing to go into New York. Those are some of the headlines that we're going to get into as well. And, of course, I'm going to tell you about something that's happening with Donald Trump when it comes to his money, which just may make him the guy that he's the guy that's kind of known about everything. And he knows what New York was trying to do to him. He knows what the evil liberal left when it comes to these attorney generals were trying to do. And of course, today, Fox News puts Nikki Haley on because this Saturday they have their voting in South Carolina and Donald Trump is crushing everybody. Um, we'll tell you what she's trying to blame 
about him and everything else. So it's all being pushed up. Can't have Trump. Can't do this. Can't do that. And of course, we're covering it here on cancelthisshow.com. Often often imitated here, never duplicated. And we are grateful for you guys jumping in. Um, Yeah, we're going to get to it. Stephanie says, I can't believe that Misha is allowing it. Um, Girls are going to have to start refusing to compete with boys. Uh, I know. I know. And it's sad. Every girl should boycott the state event. I know it's going to be a super, super, super popular story once we get into that coming up. Okay. Uh, Donald. Yeah, Chris says, by the way, the Donald Trump high top shoes were already over four to five times the value of the resale market. We're going to show you those as well. First things first, from the weekend, when it comes to Donald Trump, uh, he had a huge weekend. We're going to talk more about the court proceedings, and that's what we're leading up now once we get into Brad Young joining us at 8.30. But you want to talk about a man on a mission and the difference. And, of course, mainstream media does not, and they continue to not show you the highlights of all of these town hall meetings the stadium and arena meetings where Donald Trump shows up, the energy, the enthusiasm, the love for the man, the love for making America great again, the chance as Donald Trump did campaign events over the weekend. Listen to the energy of these chants. There's no energy like this behind anybody else. There's no candidate behind any movement. There's no candidate that generates this kind of. And here you start to hear it with Donald Trump. Keep playing it, Joe, if you could. I just want to hear that more. Jay says mainstream media is scared of him winning and why and why is it the pride issue again you don't see this anywhere over the weekend have we ever seen a candidate that walks in to an arena and there's thousands of people standing applauding cheering and chanting USA first of all you don't have people showing up for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or any other of the goofballs that they would try to run This is a people, this is a passion, and it started with Barack Obama pushing away most of America, telling us we're not Christians. You white people have had uh, all the breaks. I'm changing things. I'm going to mess up your insurance. I'm going to push you away. You're not going to be heard anymore. And then Donald had opened it up for Donald. Donald came in, he parted the Red Sea, (laughs) and all of a sudden, you see attack after attack, but win after win with Donald, attack after attack, win after win, and people know he's legit, he's honest. And he, he on top of anybody, could walk away and enjoy his life, but he doesn't. He continues to put himself in hell. And the man is basically being tortured, maybe not physically, but he is emotionally, he is mentally. And what the left, what the global deep state has tried to do to him, and it all gets down to the globals. Donald Trump walking in everywhere that motivates him and the people closest to him are talking about it he loves it when he goes in there he loves to see that america cares and when we show the passion that we show backing a man who is unlike any candidate this country has ever seen when it comes to the attacks yet he still stands in there he takes all the arrows and he still shows up 
regardless of the evil attempts and what was done in New York was was unbelievable, forced him to pay $355 million, which we'll break down with Brad. In 70 years of law, it's unprecedented what they did, trying to use a consumer index of being hurt to apply it to Donald Trump, even though nobody was hurt. No consumers were hurt. And then a judge doing what he did and smirking and laughing about it. That guy will meet his maker someday, and I would not want to be there for that meeting. Trump continues to win. He's huge. Here's what Trump had to say after the verdict came down Friday. And he's very measured once again. Despite Nikki Haley coming out on Fox News this morning saying that that Trump's going to go after people and he's already said, I'm not about retribution. Haley trying to say America doesn't want him. Actually, Haley tried to say he's not ahead in any polls against Joe Biden nationally. And of course, Fox News continues to promote her. They promote Donald Trump, but for whatever reason, they're really trying to push Nikki Haley and of course, Steve Ducey. Uh, here's Trump after the announcement on Friday when the judge did what he did, judge ignorant and evil going after Donald Trump. And most Americans, by the way, let me say this, they don't understand the trial. They don't understand that there didn't have to be any evidence. It was just a judge's decision. And on top of not having to have any evidence, you had Donald Trump, who was not allowed to put evidence in. You had the banks telling the court he hurt nobody. We want to do business with him again. He paid out and paid back all the money. Everybody's happy. Everybody made money. And this is how the business is supposed to work in New York. But the judge had an ulterior motive, as we know. He had donated to Barack Obama, and you know what's going on. Here's Donald Trump after that announcement came out at, at the end of last week. If I weren't running, none of this stuff would have ever happened. None of these lawsuits would have ever happened. Nothing would, I would have had a nice life. But I enjoy this life for a different reason. We're gonna make America great again. These are corrupt people. These are people that shouldn't be allowed to do the things they do. And they're using this as weaponization against a political opponent who's up a lot in the polls. Yeah. If I weren't running, none you hear Donald Trump setting it up and setting the stage. Um, Kathy says, Vic, please don't take it the wrong way. But the show is best. Oh, I didn't even see that. Sticking to the news. Yeah, we're trying to do the news. Um, well, who do you think owns Fox News? Um, Jay says, my judge comment just got flagged for going against, quote, community standards because it looked similar to other removed comments. What? Okay, let's talk about the facts with this judge. We should be able to talk about this judge and what he did because what that man did is he put himself out in front of what could be and considered, and we'll talk to Brad about it, in law communities and discussions and when students are learning about the law, talking about a judge going rogue not listening to evidence, not allowing evidence, and making a decision for himself. Um, yeah, that's that's shocked. That is shock, shock, shock. Uh, Donna says, couldn't find the show live today, so I posted it on Facebook. Yeah, uh, there was some, yeah, you never know what people are going to try to do when we talk about the subjects that we do. Uh, you can always watch live on Rumble as well. We're still not on YT. Alex and marketing and raising sales I, has been trying to take care of that. So we'll see where all of that situation goes. We're just bringing you the news. Uh, unadulterated, all sides, letting you guys make the decisions when it comes to your life and the, the situations that we're dealing with. Uh, it is President's Day. We're glad everybody's here. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, Lizzie Sparks uh, has the morning off. She is with her daughter at volleyball. Um, so hope she's having fun doing that today. Wanted to give a shout out to our advertisers and our sponsors. 
That's Amini's in the Chesterfield Valley. Uh, you've got your infrared saunas and saltwater hot tubs. Of course, when we talk about your health, uh, one of the best things you can do for your blood flow, heart health, and life longevity is spend time, serious time, in saunas on a weekly basis. Uh, Experience Realty Partners, Kathy Helbig Strick, Steve Strick, get your plan in place when it comes to the real estate market. Things are getting ready to pop. People are getting their uh, pre-approvals ready. You need to have experience. You need to have wisdom. And you need to have a plan. And you can do that with Kathy Helbig Strick of Experience Real Estate Partners and, of course, Steve Strick with New American Funding, powered by Square Mortgage, of course, New Age Health Wellness. When it comes to taking care of what's on the inside of your body, getting your blood checked and making sure you get all the the, the vitamins, the minerals, and uh, the chemicals that your body needs to be as healthy as you possibly can be. Route 66 Cannabis, your fast lane to the Midwest Premier Cannabis Shopping Experience. Five locations throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area, of course. They've got the Ostara brand and, of course, the Cubana line as well. Wequip USA, the peer-to-peer rental marketplace where renters can go to search for items they need that their neighbors might have. You can rent or you can put your own items up there to be rented by other people. They're also helping local businesses uh, get their word out. Go to WeQuipUSA.com and check it out. And, of course, one of the best places you're going to find when we have a good time, neighborhood bar. And Saloon, Winty's in the Chesterfield Valley, uh, just some great food, pizza, burgers, wings, smoked meats, you got it, they have it, uh, entertainment on the weekends, huge patio that's used all the time, and of course, big sponsors, and uh, backers of our show, canceltheshow.com. Uh, getting back to the Trump situation, when Trump is there, and he, he was in Philadelphia as well, or in Pennsylvania, touring the state, um, on top of the chance, USA, USA, USA. People are very passionate when you're in states that are split because you know what the left has said. You know what the left is doing, and you know what the political leaders are doing in the inner cities of these uh, of these states. Listen to Trump be introduced by a man representing the auto workers. Last week, Robert Peterbaugh told us on Friday, and he works as a supplier in the Detroit area. He's like, publicly, the UAW will say, oh, yeah, we're going with Biden. We hate Trump. but Privately, these workers are going to vote for Trump because they know he is their best chance at keeping that industry alive. Check out this scene. Thank you, President Trump. We got your back. The auto workers are going to support this guy like we did in 16, 20. We're going to do it again in 24. Yeah, nice little shot there um, from Benny. Yeah, you know what? You don't see that if you flip through a national news station if you flip through a local news station you'll see the head of the uaw say oh we got biden's back trump hurts us we don't want trump but when you talk to the workers those are the things that you're starting to see that's the information that's being put out there and of course it gets people excited because you're just not seeing that anywhere 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 and of course we know that when donald trump shows up at these places people come they're coming and he's coming. Now, we talk so much about what's happening with Trump. It's interesting because I want to show you this and more of the positive news now because the man is being attacked like no person has ever been attacked in this country and only because he's trying to be president of the United States. Uh, check out these shoes. Now, this was all the rage over the weekend. Okay, we can keep these pictures up, Joe, because I'm going to talk about it for a little bit. 
Uh, remember to like, subscribe, share the show. This is cancelthisshow.com. We appreciate you guys jumping in. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and of course, all the time on our website, cancelthisshow.com. And remember to uh, put us in your groups. Let people know. Uh, uh, hey, check it out. You know, you may like this, you may not like it, uh, but some really, really good information coming up on the show today. All right, the Trump kicks. I want to hear everybody's opinion on these. I absolutely love them. Would I wear them? You better believe I would. If anybody gets their hands on them, I'm a size 14. Would absolutely love to wear those shoes. Uh, these are the Trump editions. Um, $399 sold out for our listeners on the podcast. They are gold high tops with a white kind of side sole, red underneath, which shows a little bit. All gold up the front with laces with a with a T on the side of the shoe. It's a T that has an outline, so it's still the gold color with an American flag around the top of the high top that spans from left around the back of the shoe all the way around to the right on the inside. I don't know who created these, but they are damn incredible. And for the liberals who messaged me privately, who were in their cranium, we live rent-free, that think these things are so ugly, so ugly, you have lost your freaking mind. Is this not Donald Trump or what? Does that not represent MAGA or what? I'm just curious if everybody likes them. I do. I love them. I absolutely love these shoes. Um, the people who I sent them to love these shoes. Um, and guess what? People can purchase these. And now it's another terrific business idea from Donald Trump. Uh, we've already heard today maybe five, six times the value in resale is what those shoes are going for. Um, all the way around. Did we have another picture of those, Joe? Or did, if we ran, if we had more of those pictures, fine. I know we had just two different pictures, but I absolutely love those freaking shoes. $399. Uh, most of the comments, oh, $499. Okay, Donna says $499. So are they going up in price now? I, I'd be curious to know. Those shoes are freaking incredible. Uh, okay, yeah, Joe, you want to go ahead? You can play the video, Joe. I can talk over it. Um, this is... Uh, look at the, okay, you get an idea of them actually with live video for our viewers of what those things look like. <laughs> and you know, this is driving the liberals crazy. Donald Trump shoes, those things will sell out every time they try to sell those shoes. I don't know who the designer is, but wow, wow, wow. Uh, anyone know where the shoes are made? That's another great question. Uh, other two styles are $199 from Donna. Uh, yeah, if you guys have ideas to help out our listeners, and of course on the platform as we do here, we try to help everybody out, um, let us know. But uh, once again, I'm a size 14. I love those freaking shoes. They're badass. Uh, I'm just curious, would you guys wear them? Would you wear them out? Um, dear God, I hope those are not made in China. <laughs> if they're made, that come on, those are not. If Donald Trump, signed off on these there's no way in hell they'd be made in china no way no freaking way uh jay says vic found some for fifteen hundred dollars on ebay what fifteen hundred dollars um allegedly donna says he's had the idea for 13 years uh and they finally brought them out right now uh yes i would wear them exclamation point put a cheap version in walmart to pay for his legal bills um, yeah, Sally, Ben, everybody said, yep, love them, would wear them. 
Um, and that's the other thing. Are they female and male shoes? It's, is it a, is it a, a unistyle? I, I don't know, but those things are damn, damn good. Joe, can I see them again one more time? If you haven't deleted the pictures, I just wanted to see these damn shoes again. <laughs> They're amazing. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just checking. I haven't looked at all the detail. I'm looking more of the detail right now. You could definitely wear those with jeans. Definitely wear those with jeans. Uh, oh, those things are freaking badass. And you know that would trigger the left. Maybe it would if they knew what it was. I don't know. Those things are freaking cool, though. Maybe we could send Travis Kelsey a pair of those. <laughs> I saw some that look like Converse. They kind of have a Converse look to them as well. They do. Um, Nelly referenced from Todd. I got you. Glenn's laughing. I saw some. Uh, I need to pair, give me to pair. Yeah. People would pay that. You know, when you consider what tennis shoes are right now, and when you consider the cause, if that money's going back to Donald Trump's, uh, campaign or fund and to support Donald Trump, I don't think people would think twice about it if they had that money. No doubt. No doubt. Cause people want to be involved in this. Uh, what's happening with Donald Trump is historic right now in regards to what's been done to him and what continues to be done to him. And of course, here he goes. Uh, Bob, <laughs> Bob, you got the best comment ever. Bobby's like, wear those damn things into the voting booth. <laughs> Why not? What's up? They're gold. They're shiny. There's a little T on the side and there's an American flag. The problem is you need to wear your, the, the jeans. You'd have to kind of almost like tuck them in to the top of the shoe. So the jeans couldn't go over the high top. And that's kind of how you wear the high tops in these day and age. And of course, uh, tennis shoes and high tops have come back in over the last couple of years. I mean, with suits and, you know, wear them out to restaurants and bars. I haven't, I haven't had tennis shoes like that in a long time, but you could definitely do that. You know, that would trigger, boy, that would trigger some left. That would trigger people beyond belief. And of course, you'd also be a hero wearing those damn things around as well. I <laughs> uh, love it. I would wear them to vote. Um, we'll have to see what sizes they come in. You could wear those with shorts in Florida, no problem. Uh, Todd checking in from Florida. You could wear them to the Democratic Convention in Chicago. <laughs> I love you guys. Vic, that is the style. Roll those cuffs up again, baby. Support Donald Trump and, of course, those shoes, uh, which we have. Uh, I could see, yeah, Chris wearing those. Wonder if he got up here uh, talking about Chris Blevins. We'll have to know. We'll have to get it. It's freaking genius. It really is when you think about the genius that Donald Trump is when it comes to that situation. Also, um, you know, if you guys have ideas, once again, pop it up throughout the show. Number one, if you like the shoes, if you have information about the shoes, if you guys are having to work on President's Day or not. Once again, I know people who are having to work and I know people who are off. Uh, Chris says, yeah, before I move on. Okay, you guys freaking rock. Chris says, Vic, it's a company called 45 Footwear. Appropriate name. Apparently, they made a three-piece suit a while back ago that was going for $4,600 on resale. That's freaking badass. I had a suit made. I... A few years ago, where I made the inside of the jacket all American flag, and then, um, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, check them out. Forty-five footwear. Uh, it is. It's a genius idea. The only thing that could be better is if we see Donald Trump wearing a pair of those at one of these campaign events. Now that would be badass. Somebody, please let Donald know we want to see him wearing those shoes if he has signed off on them. Because he, could you imagine, he's already the youthful guy. And of course, Nikki Haley doing it again today, trying to say he's too old to be president. By the way, that's the new, uh, that's the new 
the new plot because policy doesn't work. You can't beat Donald Trump. Now Nikki Haley's outcome. Well, we need somebody who can do two terms and he's going to be too old to do two terms. I'm not, no shit. That's what she's saying now. Oh, well, we need somebody to do two terms. They just keep going down the list. That's what these campaign managers get paid for. That's what these consultants get paid for. You just throw shit against the board. If that doesn't work, let's do the next one. Just keep throwing it, keep throwing it, keep throwing it. And they're getting more and more ridiculous in their efforts to try to go after Donald Trump. The shoes are a good idea. I love it from JM. Terry says if he wears them and signs them, they'll be worth a fortune. That's another great point. They probably would be. Um, wear them, Donald, please. Could you him showing up? The best part for him to do a campaign stop, wearing the shoes, making sure that you bring attention to the shoes and let your people back you. It's wrong what's happening to you from a court standpoint, but go out and do it. Also, um, one thing that happened with Donald Trump, and we're getting ready to talk with um, local attorney Brad Young of Harris Dow Fisher and Young. Um, this word came out too. I don't know if you guys saw this, but you know, Trump has this little company called Truth Social. Well, it's scheduled to merge with the Digital World Acquisition Corporation. That's the DWAC. Well, the value of the parent company of the social media app, True Social, right now is about $10 billion, estimated at about $10 billion. Donald Trump is estimated to own 58% to about 69%. So with the merger, guess what? Donald Trump is picking up an additional $4 billion. It's wrong what's happening to him in the court system, but Donald Trump, I think, saw it all coming. And I'm sorry, facts are facts. The man is winning, not only with the gold shoes, but he's winning with his Truth App merger with the Digital World Acquisition Corporation. Now, for all of the crap that's being done to Donald Trump, we talked to the man who knows everything when it comes to the court proceedings. And what, if he doesn't know something, he lets us know and then he finds out. Our good friend, Big Brad Young, Big Bad Brad with his Big Bad Mike. Good morning. Happy President's Day. Brad, we always love to see you check it in. How is life treating you, my friend? Well, life is treating me well, Vic. And on President's Day, I'm always wondering, uh, I'm always wanting rather to see Bill Clinton advertise mattress sales. You know, he would be an excellent <laughs> spokesman for selling mattresses on President's Day. Oh, I thought he would have been a good guy with the uh, like little spot cleaner at, with dresses. Well, true, because you know the his mattresses probably do have a lot of stains on them, <laughs> oh and God. so uh, you know he could just advertise a stain-resistant Brad, mattress. He'd be Brad, perfect for that. Brad, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't do anything to that girl that she didn't want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad. So, how much crap? Was the judge's ruling on Friday, Judge Ignoron talking about Donald Trump allegedly inflating his businesses to make money in the state of New York? Well, first of all, I got to put it in this context. I've been very clear and very consistent, uh, both with you on Camel X at 97.1 and elsewhere, that there are some things that Donald Trump has done that are legitimately it puts him in serious legal trouble and they're not politically motivated. For example, uh, the documents case at Mar-a-Lago, uh, he's in serious mm -hmm. trouble for that. Those are things that he did. And so when I analyze legal issues, particularly with regard to Trump, I I'm not uh, skewing my opinions one way or the other based upon what opinions I may or may not, ha may not have regarding Donald Trump. But when you look at, at both this and the Stormy Daniels hush money case, 
that's going to go to trial uh, in, in March. Those are both enormously politically motivated. I'm not saying that because I'm advocating for Trump. I'm saying that because uh, no one else would face these types of charges. And so when you look at that and you say, if, if it weren't Donald Trump, would these cases be pursued? If the answer is no, but they are with regard to Trump, then to me, that fits the definition of being politically motivated. You look at the documents case in South Florida. If it were not Donald Trump, would anyone else be pursued for that? And the answer is yes. If you have a federal subpoena and you refuse to comply and you order people to not comply, uh, and then that information or evidence is discovered, regardless of if you're Trump or John Jones or John Smith, you're going to be pursued for that. So, uh, so these are politically motivated, and I can say that on an objective basis. Okay. Is he going to have to pay all of this money out? Well, the, the issue, there's two issues on appeal. There's two main issues that are going to be on appeal with regard uh, to this civil judgment that we just saw on Friday. The first issue, and, and this is the part that people forget, the trial that just concluded was only the damages phase because the judge in this case issued a summary judgment saying that it was it was beyond a reasonable doubt that he was guilty of fraud. And so anytime, if you, if you look at any context of a legal case outside of this issue, anytime that a judge says, uh, I'm going to issue an award based upon summary judgment, those are always highly scrutinized on appeal. Why? Because the judge is, is in essence, is saying, I'm going to decide the case before I see all the evidence. And so at that point, an appeals court is going to look at that on a higher standard as to whether or not the judge made the right decision or not. So that's going to be the first part of, of the appeal. The second part is going to be this issue of the fine because Trump's defense all along in the civil trial has been the following, that his valuation of his properties for use for obtaining loans, his valuation of the properties always said you cannot, there's a big disclaimer on every single one of them, do not rely upon these valuations, you must conduct your own independent investigation regarding the values of these properties. Mm -hmm. So at that point, when you've got that disclaimer, there's an, an enormous issue here of whether any crime, civilly anyway, was actually committed. Because did he defraud any banks? The answer is no. Did he obtain any money illegally or unethically? No. Uh, so who's the victim here? There is no victim. And in fact, there is no uh, uh, there is no business fraud because he literally told the banks do not rely on these numbers. So at that point, it becomes an issue as to whether any mm -hmm. money can be uh, issued as a fine because no civil crime has been committed. So those are going to be the two issues when they go up on appeal. Number one, was there sufficient evidence for summary judgment by the judge? And number two, were the facts sufficient to demonstrate that any fine of any kind was actually warranted under the law? Well, you know, something was going wrong with this whole situation when the governor, hardcore liberal left governor, Kathy Hochul, comes out immediately and says, no, no, New York businesses don't go anywhere. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you. J right. You can still stay here. And the reason she did that is because businesses are like, what the truck? 
if they could do this to Donald Trump with no yeah. evidence, what could they do to us? Exactly. But it also demonstrates, though, that how it is, in fact, politically motivated, because Kathy Hochul's statement, Vic, was in essence an admission that this was a politically motivated. So when she was speaking to the other business owners in New York, she was saying, listen, you don't have anything to fear because we were simply targeting Donald Trump. And we're not targeting you. So we want you to stay in New York. We want you to continue to operate your businesses in New York. This is solely and exclusively a political attempt to smear Donald Trump. So she was, in essence, admitting that fact when she made that statement. Couldn't agree anymore. Talking with our friend Brad Young of Harris Dow Fisher and Young, also a radio host on 97.1 and KMOX Radio. He's got the big brain. He's big Brad with the big mic and the big information. We have a question that our people want to know. Is he actually, Donald Trump, going to have to pay out a significant amount of money to E. Jean Carroll after that farce of a case as well? Well, the 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 E. Jean Carroll situation is is a little bit different uh, because that's a personal injury case as opposed to a business valuation case. But in both of those instances, let's talk about this for a moment. The the when that goes up on trial, or rather, when that goes up on appeal, that wasn't a summary judgment situation with the Jean Carroll. So it went to a jury and a jury made a decision. Of course, it was a New York jury. Of course, they're all going to be biased. But that issue of a judge having a summary judgment isn't on the table here because that didn't happen in the Gene Carroll case. So up on appeal, there's going to be a lot of issues there as well. Procedural issues regarding evidence that was admitted, uh, evidence that was blocked. All of that's going to have to be fought on appeal. But let's instead of diving into those weeds for just a moment, let's look at two possibilities when this goes up on appeal. If the courts of appeals in New York eventually uphold this award, if that happens, then Trump has two options, either pay it or declare bankruptcy. And with regard to the Trump uh, civil, the Trump organization civil trial that we've been talking about here that ended last week, in that one, he is personally liable in the event the Trump organization doesn't pay. So there's a there's an emerging legal strategy here for Trump that he's got years of appeals. Okay, when I say years, I mean two, three, maybe four years of appeals on both of these cases. I'm not getting it. So when those issues eventually get resolved, he's either if he gets elected, he's not going to be in office or if he gets defeated in November, he's obviously not going to be in office. So at that point, it'll be post presidency. And if these are post-presidency, he could he could declare bankruptcy, both personally and corporately, and it would wipe out the majority of both of those awards. So at the end of the day, I don't see Trump having to pay those either because his appeals are successful or because they'll take so long, politics is no longer going to be on the table. He simply declares bankruptcy and wipes those out. Damn, Brad, you put things in perspective all the time with all of these cases. It's so much politically motivated, all of these things to try. I, you know what? Sometimes the people who are bringing these cases, they know, Brad, they know what you know, and you explain it to us, yet they do it. And that's why if you sift through it, you don't have to be a genius. You see why it's being done. It's because of politics to try to keep him from running. That's what's happening in all these cases, correct? It is. And if we've got we've got some time, what's our what's our clock yeah. points oh, here? Yeah, we got we some got time? plenty of time. Because there's something else that nobody else is talking about that I really need to dive into. With yes, regard, we need the Brad Nuggets. 
Well, because when I watch the 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 way legal news with regard to Trump is reported, it if I had hair, I would pull it out. Okay, but that that's not an option. So, uh, so we have a bald dog because I keep ripping her fur out when I read when I see these stories. But uh, but the issue with regard to uh, the hush money that's going to go to trial in March in New York with uh, Alvin Bragg being the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Folks need to hear this. You're not going to hear this anywhere else, but uh, look it up. Do your research. I'm telling you the gospel truth here, and it's this. The charge for, um, uh, and that's called a business fraud case because the the money that was paid to uh, Karen McDougal and to Stormy Daniels was mischaracterized. It was characterized differently on the books. It was characterized as legal payments to Michael Cohen, not as payment of money to, to get a non-disclosure agreement from those two ladies. So that business characterization or business expense characterization charge is a misdemeanor under New York law. Misdemeanors have a two-year statute limitations. What does that mean? That means you have to bring those charges within two years or they you cannot bring the charges once the statute of limitations expires. These events occurred in 2016. Donald Trump was charged with these activities in 2020 and 2021. So how do you get that statute of limitations issue off the table? Well, you have to do what's called bootstrapping. And bootstrapping mm-hmm. in New York means is that under New York law, if it's used, if if the business valuation charge is used in the commission of a different crime, then it can be raised to a level of a felony, which has a five-year statute of limitations. What they're doing here in New York is unprecedented. It's never been done anywhere in the United not. States. And that is they're using they're using this to say he committed federal election charges or federal election crimes, even though the federal government under the Biden administration chose not to prosecute Trump because there was no evidence that he committed any federal crimes. It's only so, because he's running. This is not it, nothing's going to happen with that case. Well, he could be convicted by a jury. Again, keep in mind, it's a New York jury. So the, the, so the, the real action here, Vic, is on appeal because in New York, uh, Trump can be convicted of literally anything yeah. because the liberal New Yorkers don't like him. So, But I, I wanted to go through those steps to show, number one, if he was any other citizen other than Donald Trump, the charge would not have been brought. All right. So that shows you that it's politically motivated because the statute limitations had expired. So they had to dream up a legal strategy that even the Biden administration said, we don't want to follow this. Uh, but Alvin Bragg <laughs> did because it's politically motivated. So you're, you're not going to hear this analysis anywhere in the mainstream media, Vic, because they want to just dumb it down to Trump had an affair with two mm-hmm. strippers and he paid him money. And therefore, he's being prosecuted. And it's so much more complex than that. And when you do a deep dive into the complexity, Vic, you realize just how politically motivated it actually is. Why isn't he allowed to change jurisdiction because of that bias? Well, he could get a change of venue, but you can't get a change of jurisdiction. What's the difference? Jurisdiction is the state in which you're brought. These are state charges. So you could not go to a different jurisdiction because it's under New York. Now, he could get a change of venue. A change of venue means he can't get a fair trial in the city of New York City, so we need to go somewhere else. But the judges have always denied those 
request for a change mm. of venue. That's when I said earlier, there's a lot of procedural issues that'll be up on appeal. That's one of those procedural issues. When the judges deny his change of venue, that's something that the courts of appeal will absolutely look at. Talking with Brad Young of Hairstyle, Fisher & Young, also of 97.1 and KMOX Radio. Brad will tell you where you can find him at the end of this segment. Brad, people love you. They have tons of questions. Another one just popped up. And, of course, there's so much going on from a court standpoint with Donald Trump these days. Once again, it's unprecedented how much has been thrown at him. At all of a sudden, what's going on with Fonnie Willis? How was she able to get away with what she was able to get away with last week and then not have to testify the next day just because, well, she didn't feel like it? Well, the first thing I want to know how she got away with was putting her dress on backwards. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, if, <laughs> I talked if you, to Lizzie about that. I was like, if, what? if you wear your dress backwards and it actually fits better, I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a serious uh, body image problem when you can wear your dress backwards <laughs> and it may even fit better. So, but I'm not going to go there because I'm not a fashion <clears throat> expert. I'm a legal expert, so I won't go there too deeply, um, uh, other than to point out that it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but let's get to the heart of the matter, and the heart of the matter is. That whole Fannie Willis or Fannie Willis uh, situation literally comes down to this. I'm going to boil it all down, uh, cut out the spin and tell you exactly what the issue is. And here's what the issue is. The issue is whether or not she was having an affair uh, with uh, with uh, Wade, Nathan Wade, before she appointed him to be the special prosecutor for Trump. Now, I think last time I checked, Nathan Wade has billed the state of Georgia about $700,000 for legal fees when it comes to uh, the prosecution of Trump uh, in Georgia. He did so not the, come across as the sharpest tool in the shed, that's for sure. Oh, there's no question, no question. And you could see literally from the moment she sat down, uh, she was uh, ready for a fight, which again demonstrates the political motivation here that's at play. Entitlement. But, but in entitlement, there was a lot of that. But the issue is, when did the affair start? She says that it didn't start until, well, first of all, she denied there was an affair earlier on but then once that proof came out that there was no it was irrefutable then she had to admit there was a relationship but it didn't start until after the appointment uh they went on all these trips together but she claims that's why her dad testified because she claims she paid cash for everything well that's very convenient when you take the position that you paid cash because there's no receipts there's no way to track it there's no accountability uh, but her best friend who's no longer her best friend testified that this relationship had started way before the appointment happened. And she, in fact, provided testimony to the court that uh, that she personally saw them uh, kissing and being in a relationship long before that appointment ever happened. So when you put that in a blender, the judge has to decide which of these two pieces of evidence do I find more credible? The one person who says, um, I didn't have a relationship with them and everything I did was paid in cash, which is hard to believe. Or secondly, someone who's a best friend who would have no um, no motive to say anything false or untrue. And she said what she personally saw, which was her and Nathan Wade in a relationship prior to the appointment. Once the judge makes that decision, if the decision is there's a conflict of interest, then that prosecutor is gone. And if that prosecutor, special prosecutor is gone under a conflict of interest, then Trump gets a whole new prosecutor. And that whole new prosecutor could either say, number one, I'm going to do exactly the same thing that Nathan Wade was doing, or that prosecutor could say, I'm going to reduce the charges. 
I'm going to drop some charges and bring some different charges. Regardless of the what happens, there's no downside for Donald Trump because it's either going to stay the same or get better. There's really no scenario where it gets worse for Donald Trump with a new prosecutor. Okay. So what I don't get is how she was able to treat that judge with such disrespect. And I respect judges and everybody should. And most of these judges have put a lot of work, a lot of time into becoming that and take that job very seriously. It was almost as if she was controlling the judge, telling the judge what was going to happen, not the other way around. Well, I, I think it's interesting. I saw Judge Janine on Fox News talk about that. She's oh, a Janine Pirro. Or uh, yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Judge. Uh, exactly. And I saw her uh, talking about this from her experience mm -hmm. as a judge. And she said, uh, I would have held her in con contempt very, very quickly because of the argumentative nature of her testimony and her refusal to answer questions. Uh, if you look at the attorney that was doing the questioning here, that attorney was calm, cool, collected. Uh, and yet uh, Fannie Willis was argumentative, combative, refused to answer questions. Uh, and that judge really should have known that this was going to happen and should have been prepared for that. But obviously he wasn't. Um, I also saw a report where that judge had also had some sort of um, affiliations with the Democratic Party and donations over the years as well. So, boy, uh, everything's political, isn't it? it? It really is. So where do you see all the Trump stuff going? Um, I, I keep trying to tell my Democrat friends he's not even going to be allowed to run for president. I'm like. He has the serious issue that you talked about, obviously, with the documents, and I get that, the classified documents. Um, when is that? Do you have you looked at when that trial is supposed to? Is that March 25th? No, that that case or has been continued uh, multiple times. And I it, listen, I, I admit when I call things wrong, I mean, it happens. I don't call everything correctly. And uh, I thought at the a uh, couple of years ago, I thought that that documents case would be the first one to go to trial because it was the cleanest from a discovery perspective. Uh, and yet uh, that proved not to be the case. So that case isn't isn't. Uh, in fact, I think it's been removed from the trial docket and hasn't been even scheduled for trial yet. So when it when it comes to all of these various legal issues, keep in mind, I promise you that Trump right now he's facing 91 felony charges nationwide. <laughs> Uh, a, a good number of those he will be convicted on. All right. I'm letting you know that, particularly in the state of New York and potentially in the state of Georgia, he will be convicted. The question isn't whether he's going to be convicted. The question is whether those convictions will be upheld on appeal, because a lot of these things like we've just talked about have been extremely biased and an appellate court even though appellate court judges can also be biased, they're going to look more at it, at it from an analytical perspective, just like we saw at the Supreme Court a week and a half ago when even Ketanji Brown Jackson was, was enormously yeah. skeptical of this idea that Donald Trump could be excluded from the ballot under the 13th Amendment uh, uh, or on the 14th Amendment, the Section 3 Insurrection Clause. Yeah. So uh, in and, and that case, I'm going to tell you right now, you can write it down and you can get a loan based on this. Uh, it will either be a nine to zero at the Supreme Court or an eight to one uh, when it comes to whether or not Trump can remain on the ballot in Colorado. It's going to be a slam dunk. Aren't they expected to give some opinion this week? Yeah, I actually thought it was going to come out on Friday because I, I go to the Supreme Court website every day and I look at their calendar. I do. <laughs> I okay, I'm a nerd. All right. <laughs> that I is do the that. best thing ever. <laughs> I look at it and and on their calendar that was came up on last Wednesday, huh. it, it gave Friday morning at 10 a.m., it gave kind of a mysterious, uh, there's going to be something happen at 10 a.m., but we're not going to tell you what it is. And I assumed 
that that was going to be the hand down of the Trump insurrection case. It wasn't, uh, but we're going to get that decision. There's no doubt we're going to get it before the end of February. Uh, uh, and again, it's going to be overwhelmingly standing for the proposition that, that we are not Russia that you cannot simply exclude people from the ballot and only have your handpicked people running for office. It'll be nine zero or eight to one. I love the information, Brad. How's life outside of that? My friend, uh, doing well, uh, just, uh, doing what I do. Uh, my, my law firm's going well. I still do camo X. In fact, I'm going to be on camo X this morning, uh, from 10 to two, uh, over there filling in for, uh, for uh, Amy Mark scores, who's off. And then I've got my show Wednesday nights, uh, every night, every Wednesday night on Camel X from eight to 10 PM. What are you going to be talking about today on Camel X? We're trying to promote you because more <laughs> Brad is a good thing. One of the things we're going to be talking about, and this is something I really desperately wanted to talk about today is we're at the one year anniversary of the tragic accident that removed the legs from Janae Edmondson. And one year ago yesterday, that accident happened. And that accident happened because of the legal malpractice and incompetence of Kim Gardner. And she was eventually removed from office. She, she resigned, but only because of the former pressure. Former circuit attorney for listeners around the country yes. that may not know her by former name. Former circuit attorney, uh, Kim Gardner. She was eventually re removed from office because of this incident. Uh, but that was one year ago. And the and although the criminal prosecution associated with the city of St. Louis has gotten much, much better, the, the, there were laws that were enacted in, in the city to try to improve the safety uh, of the streets in St. Louis. Millions of dollars were allocated. And yet, as of today, zero dollars have been spent to fix uh, the, the issues with the streets, with the traffic with the failure of the New York or the, uh, of the St. Louis citizenry to obey traffic laws, zero dollars have been spent, even though Janae Edmondson today is missing both of her legs in part because of both the prosecuting attorney's office or the circuit attorney's office combined with the fact that in the city, traffic laws mean nothing. And uh, those are the reasons why she's missing her legs today. Wow. Brad, uh, once again, Brad Young. And by the way, last week, uh, I think it was at Olive and 18th in St. Louis City. Uh, you had a mom from Chicago and a daughter who were run over. Exactly. And they were killed. And By a uh, speeding driver going through stop signs. Exactly. Exactly. And yet nothing has been spent by the city to fix that. And to me, that should be a crime that, you know, there's a problem in the city. The city wonders why it's hemorrhaging businesses uh, and, and hemorrhaging citizens. This is one of the reasons why. And yet the city uh, fiddles while St. Louis burns. Yeah, that's that's where Lizzie is. today. That's a big volleyball tournament, one of the biggest in the country that happens downtown. And so Lizzie's not with us today. She's with her daughter. They've got uh, volleyball down there. And uh, yeah, that is a stark reminder. Uh, kind of like getting a slap in the face, Brad. Thanks for reminding us of that because Janae's reminded of that every single moment of her life now. So yes. um, you can catch Brad today on X from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then, of course, 97.1 as well. And if anybody has any questions when it comes to legal contracts and employment law, Harris Dow, Fisher and Young, Brad Young. Brad, you're the best, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Vic. It's great to talk to you, my friend. <laughs> As always, we always get educated. Um, have a great day. And of course, people can go over there and uh, and call. They can still call in over there at CamoX, right? Well, you know, my on my Wednesday night show, uh, I, and no one else on CamoX does this. I'm the only one. 
Uh, I have two hours of open lines. You call me and ask me anything. And I love it when people call me and, and disagree with me. Uh, that's my favorite because I love engaging uh, hostile listeners who disagree with what I say. And uh, I love that. I live for that. Brad, we appreciate it. Have an awesome day. Thank you for uh, all the time you gave today, my friend. You too, my friend. Okay. Brad Young, Harris, Dow, Fisher, and Young. Um, he's one of the best when it comes to breaking down these legal situations. Um, also, um, people, you guys are awesome when you guys come with these comments. Come with them. Jay says 326. Wow. 326 police officers short in the city of St. Louis. No enforcement, no effort by city leaders to do anything about it. Let's just talk about DEI efforts. Uh, Trisha says driving in the city is insane, is insane. We were going to the Fox and people passing on the wrong side of the road, running through red lights. Absolutely insane. Paul says Fox 2 News and Miss Murphy uh, refused to say the driver's name even though he was arrested and charged, just called him a driver. I've explained what local news does. They refuse to say driver's names or people's names if you're of color. I'm not kidding. We were told we couldn't show pictures or mugshots of people anymore. Um, all they said was the driver. And a lot of times what those anchors will do, you've got to go through and read it. And I, I'm not going to talk about that specific person who that person is alleging, Jay, uh, but you're told what to read. And sometimes you you can add a name unless you just don't want to get into the, the problems. You don't want to get into the mess. You're just like, just keep quiet, collect your check, work for retirement, and then get out. Um, that's sad. I did not know that because I don't watch local news anymore. Every now and then I'll see something. But, um, you know, maybe weather sports something from its standpoint but news uh called him a driver does that upset people instead of calling him by his name who and i'm assuming you're talking uh is this the well if he was arrested and charged oh this was the driver uh olive and 18th that killed the mom and the uh the daughter visiting from chicago yeah his name should be said 100 is that news you better believe it's news uh does his name sound different why would a name why couldn't you say a name if he's been arrested and charged? Hmm. Hmm. Well, all I know is from my past experiences working in local news, when they took the, you can't say descriptions anymore. You can't say black man, white, whatever. It, it doesn't make sense. And we can't show pictures. Um, can't do that anymore. Oh, no. Paul says talking about the volleyball player story. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't say his name. Uh, and a lot of times, guess what? You hear it from St. Louis city officials. They'll tell you, you can't say this or can't do that, or you can't do stuff on Facebook. You can't create controversy um, and, and those sorts of things. And that's sad. That That is sad. It's very, very sad that that's happening. Why not just give the truth? Give the truth. That's it. That's all people are asking for. Um, yeah. And anchor should do that. You have, you're the last line of defense and I have 25 years of experience there. So I can say that you give the name. And you can't worry about who it's going to upset. You can't worry about your check being taken away. And you can't worry about your retirement going away. You've got to say the name. Unless you're for that side of the story. Unless you're for that liberal DEI type of thing. And maybe, you know, maybe that person is that way. I, I can't, I, I'm not going to say that. Um, Jeannie says, I heard the name all over radio. So it must have just been that person deciding to not say the name and just saying a driver. Uh, Jeannie says, they did. 
they baited all of us to, quote, fight on FB, the news anchors. Okay, yeah, the truth makes people feel bad. Uh, that's called censorship of free speech. These are all comments from our chat line. We appreciate you guys jumping in on the live feed. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., canceltheshow.com. Um, you can join our website and find the platforms for you right there to jump in. Um, obviously, Rumble, uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, Cloud Hub, Facebook, those are some of the ways you can jump in. Of course, we love it when you jump in and bring your comments to us. We're trying to get as many of them as we possibly can. I'm kind of... Um, doing two, three different things today. Lizzie is down at the volleyball tournament today on this President's Day with her daughter, so she's not in studio right now. Tanya says, I don't watch Fox News or any local news anymore. And you know what? That's your prerogative, to, to watch or not watch what you want to watch from that standpoint. By the way, we want to thank our advertisers uh, and um, you can get our merchandise as well, by the way. Canceltheshow.com, we have a merchandise page. We've got hats and shirts and cups and coolies and Stanleys. Um, we've also got the cancel this coffee. We appreciate that. We have a donate button. If you appreciate the free speech platform that we have, you can donate to that as well. Anything is appreciated, used and accepted. Also, um, when it comes to our advertisers, big spe special thanks to Wenty's in the Chesterfield Valley. Um, just great food, great time all the way around. Big supporters of our show, big supporters of free speech. Uh, Wenty's in the Chesterfield Valley. We Quip USA, the peer-to-peer -peer marketplace where renters can go to search for items they need that their neighbors might not have. Just really cool website. They're also helping local businesses. We Quip USA, We Quip USA. Uh, check it out. If you need to rent an item, I'm going to be going there. I, I need a dolly. Um, so I'm going to be checking out to see if anybody in my, my area has a dolly that I can use. That's for sure. Uh, Route 66 cannabis. Uh, when it comes to cannabis, for whatever reason you're using it, you're not going to find a better brand, find a better line, a better brand than Route 66 cannabis throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. Five locations. The newest one in De Pere at 270 in Manchester Road. They also provide uh, as many products as you're going to see anywhere in the state of Missouri when it comes to dispensaries. The Star line and the Cubana line. Those two brands in several dispensaries across the state of Missouri. They're here for our Weed Wednesday segments as well. Kathy Helbig Strict with Experienced Real Estate Partners. Give her team a call. Um, we have contacts on our pages. You go to canceltheshow.com. You click on our partners, and we have links that take you right to them. Or give them a call. Kathy will help you. There's Just because you're calling and getting information does not mean you're locked in on anything. But if you want to learn about the real estate, put a plan together, Kathy and her team are the best to call. And if you want to talk mortgage, you're talking with Steve Strick. Steve Strick as well. 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. And Amini's in the Chesterfield Valley, your leading supplier in traditional infrared saunas and saltwater hot tubs. All right, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks with a day off to spend with her daughter today down uh, downtown with the volleyball tournament, which we were just talking about. Also, Tanya says, OAN is 4.95 on Roku. That's some great news as well. We appreciate the people over at OAN, that's for sure. Um, also, the Terry says, if it's someone they don't like, like Trump, then his name is all over the media, true or not, 100%. And I can tell you this right now, most every person in local news that I ever worked with in the St. Louis area, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> 
I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm doubling up on everything. I, I owe Joe an apology and Pro Joe, of course, taking care of our technology from everything from that standpoint. When Joe's not in front of me and I'm having to do two, three, four different things thinking ahead, I forget that. Always got to give a shout out to Pro Joe, making sure everything is going as good as it possibly can. Uh, Greg says, Vic, what did you think of the heartfelt greeting? Uh, JB received from East Palestine in Ohio. Yeah, they chanted FJB, FJB, FJB. Um, poor guy, he didn't know what was going on. You know, he's, you know, they're they're telling him to show energy, and he's out there showing up a year late. Whatever. Um, he is he is a sideshow at best. That's for sure. He did find some time. I mean, this is how crazy Joe Biden is. Listen to this soundbite from Joe Biden. This is what we told you would happen. They're now blaming Republicans. We saw Schumer and, of course, Senate Democrats. Oh, it's the Republicans. They don't want to take care of the border. All that's what the Republicans have been trying to do for years. Listen to Joe Biden blame, say, literally blaming the border issues. So now Democrats are admitting there's an issue. Thank God. Thanks for showing up to the party late. Now they're blaming Donald Trump. <laughs> Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump oh, yeah. and his MAGA Republican friends. Yeah, Donald Trump. Every day between MAGA now and Republican November, the American Donald Trump, MAGA Republican friends. This is, I mean, it's comical. It doesn't even upset me because it's so damn comical. He's lost. The Democratic Party is lost. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we had like two parties that actually competed to make each other better? Iron sharpens iron, right? Not anymore. I mean, this is like, what the, yeah, Derek says, what an effing joke. Of course they are. Donald Trump's fault. Yeah, blame it on Trump. Let me guess, Biden blamed East Palestine on Trump also. Blame it on Trump, 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 Trump. And all it does is continue to motivate, motivate, motivate the independents. Oh, yeah, that's right. Donald Trump is now dominating independents, and that was the Democrats' big rally call. Well, the independents aren't going to vote for him. Yeah, they are now. They're starting. Jay says, damn, my toilet won't flush. Donald Trump's fault. Of course it is. It's always Donald Trump's fault. Uh, we appreciate you guys jumping in here. Big, big, big story as well. Um, check this out. Okay. Tomorrow, we're going to try to have the mom on, and we'll show you a picture of this person. This is a wrestling story from the St. Louis area. Okay. States are coming up, and this is an unprecedented situation that we have here, and we'll leave this picture up. Okay. What's going on is... This is Isaac. We're showing you a picture of Isaac right now. Okay. Isaac is a wrestler. And this is where it gets very, very interesting. Isaac is a biological girl who is in the middle of transitioning to become a boy. Okay. So that, that I mean, Isaac is, Isaac's muscular. You can already tell, even with the clothes on. So Isaac right now is a wrestler from Afton High School. Isaac, once again, this is a little bit of a different situation. Isaac is a girl. So Isaac is wrestling in the girls' meet right now. However, Isaac, who is um, 18 years old, is in the middle of transitioning to become a boy. How do you transition? Well, you start to take testosterone, which makes you really strong and gives you a definite advantage. So Isaac, who is 18 and transitioning to become a boy, 
allegedly, this is where we, we don't know, and they're not saying whether Isaac has already begun to take testosterone. And by all accounts, we're told Isaac is because of the, they're refusing to show or admit it. And according to Misha, and this is a story we're trying to talk with, and it looks like we're going to talk with the mom of a 16-year-old girl who is going to wrestle Isaac this week. And they say the issue, it's not wrestling, you know, that, that they're two years apart. That can happen. A senior can wrestle a sophomore, whatever. It's the fact that there's this gray area that they will not tell the family whether Isaac is taking testosterone. And let me be the first to tell you right now, if a biological girl who is in transition is taking testosterone, they will have an enormous advantage on the mat. And how long have they been taking the testosterone as well? These are big, big, big deals. Okay. I don't believe in trying to hate people for any reason or going after people for any reason. This is a Misha problem. This is a Misha issue. Misha needs to come out and either stop Isaac from wrestling, admit that Isaac is taking testosterone, which gives a massive advantage to Isaac, or the girls who are not taking the drugs, taking the testosterone for strength and size and speed and everything else that you need on a mat, they need to stop and just say, we're done. They need everybody to say, we refuse to wrestle. And that sucks for everybody because they put so much time into that. And, I, and I've said it before, it's the toughest sport there is with the toughest people in it. And that goes for the boys or the girls. So this is a story that I think is going to become a national story, and it's a St. Louis story. I was texted a picture of Isaac Friday night and told this story. Then I heard it over the weekend, and then I heard it again yesterday. So this is what's different. Misha has this gray area, but they don't have anything in place because all of this stuff gets thrown against the wall once again. They never thought that they'd be dealing with boys wanting to be girls, girls wanting to be boys, uh, testosterone transitions and sports, and here they are. So allegedly what I'm told by a mom is that since Misha doesn't have anything in place that stops a girl from transitioning to be a boy, that they can still compete in the girls' division even though they could be taking testosterone. So I'm trying to put all this in place for you. So that's what's different here. Born a girl transitioning to be a boy, but still allowed to compete as a wrestler in the girls division. What do you do? If Misha won't come out and stop the transitioning girl from wrestling, that's their, that's their choice. Fine. Whatever. Misha can do whatever they want to do. Um, uh, Misha's frustrated me in the past with things that I've heard, and Misha's made some great decisions, in my humble opinion. But this is a very bizarre case. Would you put your girl out there on the mat to wrestle with a girl or a girl that's transitioning to be a boy and allowed to take testosterone? Shouldn't the parents of this Isaac, the transitioning girl to a boy, be honest and say yes or show records of some sort? Because this can become a serious health issue. Right? Am I wrong? Am I making too big of a deal out of this? Uh, these are this. So this situation's going on, uh, and Misha is going to have to deal with this. Uh, for comments from the the chat line. No enhancement should be used in any sport. 
this is called having your cake and eating it too. Uh, walk away and bring attention to their inaction on the subject. Let he, she win by default, bring attention to it. Uh, also, he, she is 18 years old. She does not need the parent's signature. But as far as taking the testosterone, I think it's just like doping. Uh, testosterone is banned by pro sports as a performance enhancement drug. But is it okay for high school sports? Okay, there you go. That's another situation. I can't believe the wrestling community is putting up with this. That coming from Stephanie. I know a lot of people in the wrestling community. And I'm telling you right now, they hate it. They don't like this stuff. They absolutely despise it. But I've also noticed as a lot of things in life, they get into lawsuits and it's like, well, we don't want to ruffle the boat. We're just going to put our head down. Not everybody in the wrestling community is for this. And I'm telling you, a wrestling family sent it to me. A second wrestling family brought it up to me. And then a third wrestling family via friend has reached out his way. Um, Kevin says, it's the only way to stop it, Vic, right now is to not compete. Um, if it was my daughter, I think I'd do the same thing. I was like, prove that this person is not taking testosterone and will wrestle. If you don't show us the records, if you don't prove from a medical record standpoint that this is happening, then we're not going to wrestle you. Fine, you can go take it. But it is unfair for one biological girl to be in transition taking testosterone and wrestling another one. Yes, Bendy, it's a girl becoming a boy, but still wants to compete as a girl. Why can't you go compete with the boys? I mean, you want to be a boy? Go compete with the boys, right? That's the fair thing to do. So if this person is 18, another point that gets brought up, do they need parental consent? Um, the boat needs to be rocked or it won't stop that coming from the chat line. Yeah, tons of comments coming in on this. And I figured this would be the case. Uh, P test at every meet. That would be the best way to do it. If she wants to compete against the females, then compete against them without testosterone. Then finish your treatments after you graduate. Could not agree any further. That, that's what needs to happen with this whole situation. We continue to come up with these things that we shouldn't be. I mean, it's just all the innocence is lost. It's not fair, and it wouldn't be fair if this continued to happen. Uh, also from the chat line, Pam says, my son wrestled in high school, and all this crap started. Uh, Andre or Andrade to wrestle a she-he, and he was disgusted. I'm trying to make the most of that text. I don't know exactly what you were saying. Kevin says people need to protest, protest this or it's going to get worse. All girls need to stop wrestling if boys are involved. Um, have they proved she's taking the testosterone? That's my point. No, they want to know if she is taking the testosterone and they're not being told if she's doing this or not. That's an issue. That's where I'm at as a parent. And by all accounts, I, and I've heard it from one family and then kind of from another there's absolutely no doubt this person is taking testosterone because what has happened to their body and what they look like doesn't match that of a female um sorry been part of wrestling most of my 50 years of life according to abe i think they'll wrestle against her just to try to beat her wrestlers are hard-headed i know abe i know they are and I'm not trying to say that they're dumb, but there comes a point in time where you have to be educated when you do a situation. And when we talk to this mom tomorrow, we'll get their perspective on what they do. 
That's why I led this whole story off with wrestling, in my opinion, is the toughest sport with the toughest people on the planet. Um, that's why the, some of the best UFC fighters come from the wrestling industry. These people are the toughest, most disciplined people. They're not trained. They're not brought forward to say, we're just going to give this up. It's wrong. If you're competing against somebody who is taking testosterone, which is why Misha needs to be called out on this. And if anybody has issues, they need to contact Misha. Misha are the ones who would need to talk about what they're doing. The problem is they weren't ready. They got caught with their pants down. And you know what? I, I get it. I, I get it because they're like, oh my God, now we got to deal with a girl that wants to be a boy and she's taking testosterone against other girl wrestlers. Holy shit. Never thought we'd be in this situation already in 2024. But it's there. Another great example. Vic, medical privacy possibly. Yeah, 100%. And that's a problem as well. Those things happen. Uh, Greg says, damn, PEDs was too much. Baby oil in Missouri. High school swimmers back in the 80s. Yeah, there, there's a lot of information, a lot of comments on what's happening with this whole story. Um, it frustrates me. Okay, if you want to wrestle with the girls but become a boy. Um, and, and I'm assuming <clears throat> since Isaac, the girl who is now transitioning to be Isaac is 18. I, at this point in time, I'm guessing Isaac is a senior. So Isaac is going to be gone after this wrestling competition. Uh, Isaac has to be, I'm, I'm assuming a senior. It would be too late. Isaac's gone. Isaac wins the title and Isaac moves on. Um, just admit if you're taking testosterone, admit it. Isaac, admit if you're taking testosterone. And then if somebody wants to put their daughter in the ring with you or on that mat in that circle, so be it. At least we know when you're celebrating or standing on a box, being celebrated as a state champ will know why. Now, it's not trying to be mean if there's an advantage. And if you haven't taken any sort of growth hormone, any sort of testosterone, any sort of any shots whatsoever to help you to become a boy, and all the things that makes you a biological man, then tell us, show us, and prove it. If not, and if this all goes down, and if this person is credited with a state title or any other sort of accolades without information being brought forward, then that is a huge mess for Misha. And shame on Misha and the wrestling body in the state of Missouri. Shame on the wrestling body if they allow this or don't bring attention to try to help girls, right? What happened to protecting girls and young girls? The transparency in this situation needs to be out front. You can't have people wondering. And you can't say, well, you don't have to know my medical background. I don't need to say anything. It's wrong. Uh, Todd says, what if the boy wrestlers are taking testosterone? Is that okay? I guess is that would that be a situation where taking testosterone to compete against other boys? This is another Misha situation 100 percent. jason says unfair advantage no doubt there um what's her full name i'll try to see her history um i'll try to look it up here for you in a second abe i'm not sure that i know the full name i just know that it's isaac from afton high school so maybe you could find something out from that standpoint and maybe we get more information tomorrow um when we find it i do know that the gateway pundit did a story on this regarding um the girls district wrestling championship so um you know it, it's just sad that some of this stuff is happening i think it's supposed to happen on wednesday uh the match and if we're able to talk to a girl that's supposed to 
the girl's mom who's supposed to wrestle um, her. This is about uh, because there should be a law in place uh, when it comes. Now, there was a law that Misha, I think, and I was told Misha could be, I repeat, Misha could be uh, focusing on. And it was SB 39. So it was passed and signed by Governor Parson back in June. So maybe there's a way to try to sue Afton and Isaac, but it's already coming up on Wednesday to stop the competition until it confirms SB 39. So maybe you could do that, sue them and the state body uh, and try to do this before the situation happens. Uh, I'm told the name might be Isaac Watson. Um, so this is another one of those situations we're talking about, we're dealing with. Uh, just be transparent. Let us know. Let us know what the hell is going on. Uh, Paula says, I guess boys could argue taking testosterone to be more masculine. Why not? Sounds fair if Isaac gets to. Uh, Todd says UFC fighters have to be in a drug testing uh, pool, I believe. Yes, they do. Uh, they, they have to be clean. Um, that's why a lot of fighters have gone after kind of <laughs> McGregor over the years saying, obviously, his body has changed. He's been doing some things. Um, Abe says, yes, transparency is key. You know, unfair advantage. So if anybody has any other information, you can certainly bring that forward. It's um, it, it's going to be a national story before it's said and done with. I was also told that there was there might have been some interest, you know, with like Fox News National and maybe covering a story like this because it is different. A girl wanting to be a boy being told they're in the middle of the transition, but still competing in wrestling against girls instead of going over and wrestling with the boys. There's probably some HIPAA law, guys, that they're hiding behind in this whole situation. Um, yeah, you just have to wait and see where this goes if they wrestle. Um, I tend to believe with the comment that they're going to wrestle, that these families won't just say, you win and give this person the win. Um, but if you're in transition, once you've started that, yeah, I'm in transition. Okay, go be a boy. You want to be a boy? Go be a boy. Go wrestle with the boys. You want to be a boy. So we need transparency, and it seems right now we don't have the transparency, and that's where the problem is. Um, allegedly, this person, Isaac Watson, this girl becoming a boy, also played football. That's what I'm being told as well. So now it adds another layer to the mix. Can girls play football without taking testosterone? 100%. They can. There, there's been some incidents. Very, 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 very few. But yes, there are some of those that have taken place. Most are kickers. Um, I have seen and heard of some girls being able to play football that are not taking testosterone. And congrats to them and all the praise and accolades that go with being able to do uh, the, the boys' sports. But this situation is completely different, especially in the, the toughest sport, in my humble opinion, that there is. Um, man, if a job can test you for pot, even with a medical card, and refuse you a job, even if legal, then why should sports with testosterone? Yeah, they shouldn't allow you to. You should be able to find out. If you're a girl and you're taking testosterone, it's going to give you a big advantage. A th th If testosterone is what's used to turn you from a girl to a boy, which is what Isaac is doing, then yeah, it's. I, I don't think there's any any question that this would be an unfair advantage uh, for this wrestler, right? 
I, I think it's pretty safe to say that that's what would happen. And that's where we're trying to figure out right now. What could actually be done? Can they stop this? Would wrestlers still want to go out and wrestle and deal with this? Um, and I have a feeling that they will. And we'll, you know, we'll try to talk to the mom tomorrow to see where all of that's going. And is there, I repeat, is there something on the books already when it comes to the state that Governor Parson signed back in June that should stop this from happening? Should this be stopped from happening? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is a, the same football person or not. Some people are giving me updates. I'm looking down right now. All I know is this person's name is Isaac and, um, you know, and so that's what we've been dealing with. The gateway pundit did a story on Isaac and, you know, now you're going to find out what's going to happen. Um, and it was Isaac H. So we didn't get the last name. Um, but the school, here's the other thing. The school is celebrating this. Afton is celebrating Isaac. And they're promoting this as the first wrestler from their girls team to become a district champ and a state qualifier from district one. They said that Isaac's journey breaks new ground and sets a high bar showcasing the incredible hard work, dedication and resilience. So Isaac is winning on the girls team. Isaac, I repeat, Isaac is winning and is the district champ for the girls, not the boys. Isaac is doing this. So you know what? I mean, Isaac's allowed to do whatever Isaac wants to do and the parents can do whatever they want to do. And you know what? If they're going to do that, nobody should rip them. Nobody should go after them if that's what they want to do for their life. If that's how Isaac feels that the now he or she wants to be good, he can do it. The problem is now when it gets into the situation of the testosterone with these girls, you can't go wrestle against girls if you're taking testosterone. It's just not right. It's not fair. It shouldn't be allowed. It should be stopped immediately. And these are the kind of stories that local news should be doing, right? Shouldn't local news be putting a, sh a spotlight on the medical side? Shouldn't local news be saying, why won't you let people know? Why do you want to wrestle against girls when you're becoming a boy? Where's local news on the situation? Not trying to be mean. It's just like, okay, let's get to the bottom of this. Is it a big deal? Should we worry about this? Would more of this be coming if something doesn't stop? Or if the law that could be there, signed by Governor Parson in June, SB 39, isn't upheld? Those are the types of situations that occur. And the other thing is, why is it just coming out now? Is it because Isaac just won? But I guarantee people in the wrestling community have known about Isaac for some time. It just didn't all of a sudden happen, but nobody has said anything. Or have they gone to Misha and Misha goes, well, nothing we can do about that, which is where we could get some information coming from a mom possibly. These are the things that we need to know about. These are the things we're trying to find out about. Um, uh, it might be Isaac Hudson, Isaac H., um, there is an Isaac Hudson with some huddle film from football, um, where it could be as well from Afton. Uh, but I don't know. There's an Isaac Hudson on the boys wrestling team, but I don't know. That's what I was trying to look at it. You guys are pretty good from that standpoint. If you find something more, um, let me know. Certainly let me know from that standpoint. Is there anything else we should be thinking about this from the wrestling standpoint? Is there anything else that, um, you know, that, that should be brought out because I don't know if there is, I just, I just hope and pray that nobody gets hurt. If these girls go out and wrestle Isaac and if they do, you know, 
hopefully this never happens again, right? I don't know where that's going. Um, you know, we try to bring these stories up. I, I don't want to point the fingers at anybody. Hopefully Misha steps in and just forces in a perfect world. You know what the best part of this would be? We find out that Isaac has not taken any testosterone and that Isaac just identifies as a boy and hasn't done anything to make um, themselves a boy. And then they wrestle and then everything's fair and square and the transparency is known. And then just Isaac is better and bigger and stronger than the other girls. And that happens in life. You lose. <clears throat> Trust me. I remember getting my ass kicked by Nebraska when they won the national championship. I was like, how in the hell are these defensive ends so damn big and strong? They're bigger than me. They're faster than me. They're stronger than me. Uh, you know what? It's part of it. You accept it and you move on. If that's the case, that everything's fair, then so be it for Isaac. And then congratulations, and we wish you the best on the sex change. But if Isaac is taking things that helps Isaac become a boy, then we have an issue. And it would be an even bigger issue if, I repeat, if uh, somebody gets hurt. Is this a big story? Is it not? Um, we're, we're trying to get people's information um, because... I'm a big sports fan and I get frustrated when I hear stories like this. Um, you know, you just don't know if this family is hiding behind it. And maybe there's a story we don't know. I always try to be honest and, and kind and humble about what's happening and making sure that all stories are told. Um, you know, I don't know where it goes, but once again, we'll continue to follow that. We have uh, an interview tentatively set up tomorrow with a mom whose daughter is scheduled at this point in time to wrestle Isaac. So it'll be interesting to get that perspective. And when we do try to talk from that perspective um, with the mom, and as long as that goes through, the whole issue with that would be, it has to be remained on the policy, not a personal attack uh, on this young person who is obviously broken. That's really important. That's what the mom told me. So we need to focus, once again, focus on the policy and not a personal attack on the person. I couldn't agree anymore. Not going after Isaac, not going after Isaac's family, but okay, these are the rules if you want to compete. We just need to make sure everybody's following the rules. And if you have an unfair advantage, well, then we need to stop it. And Misha would do that in any of their other sports as well. Just to be safe, just to be careful, just to make sure everybody's playing by the same rules. Um, once again, that's in Afton. Let's see if this story um, goes nationwide. And maybe maybe the local news outlets in the St. Louis area will pick it up. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll go talk to both sides as they should to get the full story. And hopefully Isaac has not taken anything that gives Isaac an unfair advantage. And if so, well, my God, we do with what we can deal with and, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Uh, this is cancel this cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, um, taking a little day today. She's with her daughter at a volleyball tournament. We appreciate uh, the big audience that has jumped in today, despite it being a holiday. Projo taking care of the boards, making sure we look and sound as good as we possibly can. Um, flying the ship solo today. We've got uh, another story. We've talked about this, and it should be to nobody's surprise that these things are happening. And we've heard about disease X in the past, right? Yeah, well, we've talked about disease X and disease X this and disease X that. Well, now... We're getting 
more warnings from the WHO, the World Health Organization, um, who at some point may be taking over everything when it comes to our care, who may be taking over uh, what happens to you and your families at some point in time, deciding what's right, deciding what's wrong. Listen to this warning from the WHO. Once again, this is the WHO and their director talking to us about what could happen again after everything that we've dealt with regarding COVID. The next pandemic is a matter of when, not if. And as things stand, the world remains unprepared for the next disease X and the next pandemic. The next pandemic is a... Yeah, we can play that one more time, Joe. I want people to hear this. A matter of when, not if. And as things stand, the world remains unprepared for the next disease X and the next pandemic. Okay. <laughs> Is this what we're talking about? Is this something else that's now being thrown our way when it comes to, oh yeah, we're going to control you. Something's going to happen. It's going to be worse than what you've already dealt with. Oh, too bad. So sad. You're going to have to deal with this now. Once again, this is coming from the who. Why is the who saying this? Why are they doing this? Why are they saying it's inevitable? We're going to get something else. There's nothing you can do. You're going to have to deal with it whether you like it or not. Um, something's coming. That scares the hell out of me because you know what? It makes me think, and we broke it down one day in regards to everything that's going on, what's happening because we already know that COVID, and it was around for many years, decades. We broke it down. The, the the story, I'm trying to remember the doctor's name who did it. These things have been happening and they're not stopping over and over and over again. Uh, from the chat line, uh, Horton hears a who. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Robert says, and the majority will welcome the who, W-H-O. It's so sad that people will do this and put this into our community. Paul says the left has no problem sending the power to the who in regards to our freedoms to choose our own treatments. That's why it's imperative that we win in November. Well, yeah. Uh, Jeannie says, guys, it's not when disease acts or another pandemic comes. It's, it's when it's going to happen. It's not an if it's a when that these things are going to happen. Um, uh, Abe, oh, by the way, from the wrestling story, I just saw this. My comments went down on my page. Um, not quite sure why it did. So I just got him back up. Abe says the girl's roster is Charlotte Hudson. Uh, maybe I, so I, the girl's name was Charlotte becoming Isaac, but maybe listed as Charlotte. Um, yeah, maybe that's what it is. The parents need to step up. You guys had, I moved on to the next story, not seeing all the comments, and I appreciate you guys. Uh, but I think we talked about that wrestling story at great length, and we'll continue to do that. Um, these are, uh, so you think that something is going to happen here. They're warning us again. Um, they did. We already know it was created in a lab the first time. I mean, all evidence points to that. It had been around for decades. Um, and, and we broke that down for you in, in a major report one day. We spent about an hour. I did a deep dive on these, quote, um, viruses that have been created and kept and then, quote, unleashed. There's certainly information and proving where that could happen. 
Um, and now we're being told by the who that we need to be prepared. It's not a matter of if it's when I still don't think there's any way in hell these people can do this before 2024, but I'm told I'm being silly because it would be so damn obvious for something to be brought out before 2024. Um, I know I showed you the sound following Biden's disastrous press conference where South Dakota governor Christy Nome said, I think it's clear something bad black swan event is going to happen so that the current administration is allowed to continue to stay in power, to say, well, we can't do this or we can't do that when it comes to an election and give governors, that's right, governors of individual states the right to decide how they would do their own election. Christy Nome's on the record of saying that no more than a week ago. Uh, that concerns me because those things could happen. I could totally see that happening, but I don't know if it's another quote disease or pandemic. God, not again. I mean, we're still, we're still dealing with the after effects of the first one. Um, Margie says, guys, just reminding you, um, many labs are around, uh, and Abe is giving us some more updates on the person. Okay. The person in the state bracket. Oh, okay. Isaac, Isaac is listed in the state bracket and to no surprise, Isaac is the number one ranked girls wrestler from Afton in the state of Missouri. Isaac is ranked number one. So maybe Isaac used to be Charlotte. That's what I think you're telling me from that standpoint. Uh, Renee, getting back to the who story on being concerned with a COVID-like pandemic hitting again. The who warning us from the sound, not just making this up. This is the sound we show you from the who. Saying that is the who treaty, the World Health Organization treaty still scheduled for May. Last I saw was yes. Um, Jeannie says they better be ready for the United States. Yeah. Yeah. All these things are starting to happen. Um, you guys are educated. You educate us. We educate you. And we come here to make sure that people know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't see how in the hell another pandemic could be released or happen before 2024, because I think it would be too damn obvious unless they know that. And then of course, all hell would break loose all hell would break loose. Um, we've heard Vivek talk about it several times. There's no way in hell the globalists are going to allow Donald Trump anywhere near the White House. Despite him dominating all the polls and despite Nikki Haley lying and saying that Donald Trump isn't leading Joe Biden in one national poll, which is a lie, uh, it, he continues to dominate and, he can, and his numbers continue to go up. I bring that up because of the polling, because they see this. They know it. And the polling has been pretty much spot on when it comes to Donald Trump so far. Will they release something? I thought it would be something more terroristic related, uh, not maybe violence as opposed to a shot or a pandemic that could be considered to be violent, uh, a cupcake-esque type of deal. I don't see that. I don't know how in the hell the American people would stomach that, even those on the left. No way in hell. I thought they'd have to use something else, use a different means, right? I don't know. This is cancel this, cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust. By the way, you can uh, watch us at cancel this show.com. And then we have our platforms where we're on uh, from a standpoint to jump in and watch. Sherry reminds everybody at the World Economic Forum, the WEF, they were discussing how now they can plant false information in your mind and can also inflict or deny pain. I saw the video, Projo, our very own Projo has kind of talked about some of these issues, some of these things as well. 
that the technology that we as humans have is unimaginable. You see movies, well, these ideas come from somewhere. And I'm not, I mean, so many things have been predicted in movies ahead of its time that I'm not surprised that people find out about this stuff or know about, and they make movies about it because it seems like we have all these things that start to come true after we see them in movies. It may be 10, 20, 30, 40 years in the future, but holy crap, are we seeing some of these things happen? Um, from the comment line, uh, World War Three, yeah, expect that to be coming as well. Um, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. Somebody just said that Old Navy wants to bring back matching masks and outfits that they once had. Holy crap. Uh, Derek says, I wish the zombie movies would come true. Yeah, but that's only if it's uh, happening to certain people, right? Everyone, get your mask so we can go back and do this again when it comes to what the World Health Organization has already put out there. Um, yeah, it makes you wonder. It definitely makes you wonder what could be happening, what they're trying to throw down our throats. Um, but when that sound is being pushed out, and of course, you're not going to see it elsewhere. You have to be diving deep into some of these situations to find that before you're going to know whether that's something that could affect you or not. We bring that up. Um, Joe says it's done. Oh yeah. I got you, buddy. Um, thank you for the TV since I'm here by myself trying to run all that thing. Uh, appreciate it, buddy. Um, do you get concerned with this warning from the world health organization? Um, I do, I get very concerned about it and it's unfortunate, but, uh, it is what it is. It just, if you see things, you got to call it out. You just can't let your freedoms be taken from you again, as we've seen that happen so many times over and over and over again. Um, and of course, um, what will happen? We don't know. Um, <laughs> Anthony says, waiting for the Crocs with mask because that group of people are their own type of weird. Um, but Paul brings up a pretty good point. Think about this. Think about what it's like. What if they activate all the Chinese, Russian, and radical Middle Easterners that have come across the border and there's a new pandemic? Well, what kind of pandemic are you talking about? Yeah, that could, that could happen in a heartbeat. Very, very, very much so. We've talked about it in the show so many times, the amount of people that have now come illegally into this country. Um, when you have leaders, um, even though they call themselves Republicans, uh, even backing some of the things that are happening there, uh, not wanting to take care of the border issues that we have talked about so often. Yeah, yeah, I'd be concerned. I'm very concerned. Um, the leader of the World Health Organization was literally thanking Hillary Clinton and thanking her for what? What has Hillary Clinton done? Could it possibly be the next pandemic? Could it possibly be the black swan event that's coming? If the World Health Organization is trying to quote, take over with this treaty, obviously America has signed off on it. They would not be doing anything that would include the country without America signing off on it. And who would that be signing off on it? when you have obviously an absentee president and what Joe Biden is, and we showed you more evidence of that today, these are the types of things that you should be concerned about. These are the types of things that will continue to happen. Um, Anthony says, I have seen a couple while back wearing nice dress clothes and dress Crocs at a restaurant. <laughs> You're hooked on the Crocs. I could care less whether somebody's wearing the Crocs or not. But as we learned from Robert on Friday, you're not going to be grounding yourself with all of that rubber. Uh, Renee says, if we, the U.S., sign the treaty, we lose all sovereignty over our health, our health care, 
and pandemic response. And that's when it was first announced, which was so big and why I brought it up on the show was because all of a sudden they take control. The World Health Organization would take control of you, your family, and when it comes to a response of a big standpoint. Um, so those are the things that can happen. Um, we'll continue to follow that story. But before we get out of here today, a couple more points on this whole wrestling story. And of course, we're efforting and have tentative confirmation to talk to a mom as long as we don't focus and go after Isaac, but focus on the law, the policy that is in place that should be enacted by Misha to stop or at least confirm whether, quote, Isaac is taking testosterone or not. But an update that we have right now, and I appreciate you giving me the updates today. Abe says, well, Isaac won her district championship match, but it was much closer than you might expect. She or he, she, I guess, she with a he name won 12 to 11. It was just by one point. So maybe the wrestling community looks at that and says, well, if she only won by one point over another girl, even though Isaac might be taking testosterone during the middle of her transition, maybe we would still have a shot to win. Maybe that's why more wasn't brought up about it. Or maybe the wrestler who lost 12 to 11 might be the second best female in the state. And sometimes those draws happen in districts. It can happen before you get to state. It just depends. You could have two of the best wrestlers in the state being from nearby or at least being in the same district. Um, so that was something else that Abe brought us to. Yeah, thank you for the update on that and checking all of the uh, wrestling community, the wrestling stats and all that stuff. I just hope and pray that that situation takes care of itself before Wednesday. Just pray that Isaac shows that Isaac has not been taking testosterone. Just do it, get it done so we can all move on and have a happy state wrestling championship. There was, uh, there's too much drama in wrestling. I remember covering a store where they didn't let an eighth grader wrestle. Remember that or seventh grader because of some issue. I don't know, but it was just sad. We shouldn't have seen that. Um, also before we get out of here today, um, Alex, if you could, Alex, uh, from raising sales, and if you could put it on the chat line, Alex, I just wanted to make sure I remember everything, but they're looking for a creative and Alex, just, you put it up there again, just in, uh, a marketing company, uh, good job, good company to work for raising sales.com. You can check that out. I wanted to give that as a shout out for Alex, um, because I don't have it in front of me right now, but Alex will put that up there. Just want to make sure that people understood and knew that, um, they're looking for a person from a marketing standpoint. I don't have the specifics of the job on me, Alex. Sorry about that. My friend, uh, when I get caught live on radio, but I want to help you out. If you go ahead and put that up for people to see, uh, then they can go ahead and we can certainly do that tomorrow and promote that as well. Um, Glenn wants to remind everybody that his friend's daughter took third in the SC boys state wrestling. So that's a big deal. Girl competing against the boys. Uh, that would be fantastic. Um, you know, or it would be great if, Isaac would have competed against the boys this year. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Yeah. So anyway, uh, congratulations to that friend. And Alex says from a marketing standpoint, what's happened with that position is they're looking for a new content creator in the St. Louis area. So if you or somebody you know is looking to join an award-winning agency, uh, you can check out the link. 
that they have RaisingSales.com, RaisingSales.com, looking for a content creator. They've been around for a while and um, we have done marketing with them. And you guys remember Alex from being on the show. So I want to give them a shout out in that company as they look for more people. Uh, also, you won't want to miss tomorrow's show. Um, and another comment that just came in, quote, Vic, then cancel this listeners. I can't get my head around a boy that was into wrestling all of a sudden wants to be a girl. This is actually a girl that wants to be a boy, unfortunately. So it makes it a different situation. Um, so the girl wants to be a boy and is allegedly in the process, but still trying to wrestle with the girl. So that's where that whole situation came up, uh, out of Afton. I I'm sure local news is going to get a hold of this. They, they need to cover this, um, regardless of what's happening. And of course we'll continue to cover it and, you know, try to talk about the policy, the actual policy, not going after this person who is, you know, trying to figure out who they are in life. Cause once again, as we have seen, um, um, people need to listen to people who are transgenders or think that they want to be something else. And as you've seen with all the school shootings and shootings in general, was it seven of the last eight or eight of the last 10 were transgenders. So obviously something's going on from an emotional standpoint, a mental standpoint, and, and imagine what these people are dealing with on the inside of their body and their minds and their hearts um, from where they are. So, you know, we just need some guidelines to be set in place and we need leaders and people to act like leaders to make sure that they take care of these situations and to make sure that rules are followed. And we have these, um, for a reason, got to have it. And then of course, where are the parents with the whole situation? So we thank you guys for jumping in today for cancel this, cancel this show.com. We'll get out a few minutes early. Uh, we'll look forward to another big show tomorrow. As always remember, cancel the show.com. Check out our website. Uh, please check out our partners. If you use them or just dial them up, let them know about cancel this. That helps us out as well. We have a donate button. If you want to help to our free speech platform, we're grateful for that as well. If you know of interviews or other stories, please let us know. Vic at cancel the show.com Lizzie at cancel the show.com crystal with a K at cancel the show.com as well. And of course, um, if you guys, uh, have any guests, let us know who they are. And of course we'll try to get them on this wonderful platform that we have. So with that, we say thanks again for watching today. Cancel the show.com. For Pro Joe, who's taking care of the boards, as always, and Lizzie Sparks, who is with her daughter. Best of luck to Lizzie and her daughter competing in that national volleyball tournament downtown. They are a big volleyball family. We say thanks to Lizzie and Dave, of course, for all the help that they have. I'm Vic Faust. Guys, have an awesome day. That does it for the fastest two hours in podcasting. Have a happy President's Day, and we'll see you tomorrow.